Good morning. Welcome to Coffee the Colonel. Today on Coffee the Colonel, we're going to talk about, uh, I have an update on uh, which active and which uh, National Guard troops are assigned to the border. Now, it'll be updated later because there, there are more coming, but just the ones who are currently there. Health and Human Services wants the Pentagon to house illegal alien children. What the hell? Wait to hear the bucks on that. Uh, North Korea is rebuilding its missile program. Hey, rise and shine. I know it's still dark out there, but get up, get out, and get going. Hey, I'm retired Lieutenant Colonel. I'd like to welcome you to a brand new edition of Coffee the Colonel. I've got my producer here, Jonathan Prophet. Hey, how's it going? He might throw some cents, uh, two cents into it as we go along. The perimeter is secure. I have no problem about that, but I do keep carrying that smoke grenade. I will disclose the color of it when the helicopters come in and ask for the color. Until then, I will not disclose the color, which is SOP. Uh, we are still broadcasting here at Axiom News Network, the home of the John Prophet Show. We've heard it both ways, Coffee with the Colonel, obviously, and Southwest Ohio Swimming. We here at Axiom News Network will continue broadcasting the truth until we are overrun by the truth-denying progressive hordes. I'm going to sit back here and have my morning coffee with you. Why don't you guys sit and enjoy it? Now, you can have it any time of the day. It just happens that I record in the morning. <laughs> now, I'm going to start off with a story. Uh, this came to mind recently because on my other podcast, uh, Southwest Ohio Swimming, I've invited the uh, West Point coach, uh, swim coach to come on, and I, it reminded me of a story. Uh, some years ago when I was a battalion commander of an Army Reserve unit, I was tasked, I don't know why I got stuck with this tasking, to provide a captain to the United States Military Academy at West Point, New York, for the summer. Well, <laughs> this is this is not going to sound very positive, but... Uh, I thought, God, who can I, who do, who can I spare? I, got, so I had some good officers, and I they were company commanders for the most part. I had a couple of staffs. I didn't have a big staff. And I thought, I'm going to send the least competent of all of them because I don't want him going and doing the mission we're supposed to be doing and screwing it up, which I thought he might. He was not one to take mentoring, instruction, anything. He was, he was a, no, not personally, he was a dud. Yeah, he was. So I sent this, this captain off to West Point. And he spent the whole summer there. I have no idea what he did there. I never got any feedback on how he did. But uh, our mission, the mission that we were, uh, as a battalion tasked to do, the, the normal tasking, was more important to me than what had to be done at West Point. And I figured he wouldn't do any damage up there because uh, hopefully the cadets would be smart enough to realize this guy's an idiot. Or he'd be able to hide it well there because he wasn't in a position to make uh, – uh, to make uh, decisions he was just instructing something I, that's what he's really, he's going there for he was to be some type of instructor temporarily for the summer so yeah <laughs> sorry guys hope you didn't feel too cheated now that you know that but uh hey let's move on we've just i've just gotten a new list of the folks who are the units who have been deployed to the u.s mexico border now i'm going to read off a few of them but I'm, what i'm going to give you is really a general outline of what we're sending there uh, U.S. Northern Command, now this is Thursday here on my time, has just released two days ago. The units that are now being are deployed to the, United, the U.S.-Mexico border. Now, additional units are expected to be following on these units, but that has not been released yet. And I'm, I have some insight into that that I've gotten from some folks, but I'm not going to reveal that until uh, the Pentagon releases it because if someone's listening and they're the one, in one of those units, wait a minute, I didn't know I was going to the border. Well, I am not release, releasing that because it could end up being rumor and not that factual. But... Now there's going to be 6,000 active military people to, uh, I'm sorry, 6,000 total military on the border. Among those will be 2,100 National Guard. Now we already know that the uh, the governor of California took took back some of his folks. Now he didn't take a whole, he didn't have a whole lot down there. He does a few hundred. But uh, 
he took most of them back. <laughs> yeah, too bad, you know. Maybe he needed to save the money if it wasn't federal money. Maybe he was having to spend his own money. I have no idea. I've got a few comments about that. I might work into an article later. But there's going to be a whole lot of engineer units there, engineer brigades, engineer battalions, military police companies, uh, a, lot of in, a lot of separate engineer companies, a whole lot of uh, um, forward support because they've got to support these folks' maintenance. Uh, more engineer, forward support, a whole lot of MPs are going there, which is appropriate. Now, if it's like the last time, of course, uh, the progressives are saying, oh, they're going to be down there and they're going to be on, they're going to be shooting these poor innocents who are rushing our border. Well, first of all, I'm just sidetracking a little bit, but uh, this past year, 360,000 people crossed the border illegally that we know about. Now, if it goes back to the old tip of the iceberg thing, how many people did actually cross the border? Last month in uh, February, was it 76, Jonathan? 76,000 illegals crossed that we know of. 12-year high. 12-year high. It was a 12-year high. My God. But you know why? There's a, there's a, there's a, I'm getting way sidetracked. If that's okay, it's my show. I'm allowed to do that. The thing is, they've learned that if they come here with a kid, and it appears that they're a family, we're not going to put them on the bus back to, Mexico to throw them out of the country. We're going to let them stay here. What the hell is that all about? Yeah, I think it was uh, Buck Sexton who wrote or said that yeah. basically, you know, I, I show up here with a kid. You know, I, he said, quote, if I have a kid, I'm getting into the U.S. And that's yeah. pretty much all you need, apparently. And we can't, you know, 5,000 children needed to need space from the Pentagon to be stored. And Yeah, I'm going to be they, talking about that later. And, yeah. You know, Democrats say there's not an issue at the border. They say there's not a crisis. They say that, but they also say that these people are treat, being treated horribly and the conditions are awful. Well, which one is it? Is there a crisis and there's a problem or, or, or are they not, are they not being, or are they being treated horribly and there is a crisis and they don't want to provide the funding that's going to make it. So people who come here illegally are going to be able to be treated humanely while they're down. This there. is true. Now, something that caught my attention among some of these uh, folks who are going to the, these outfit, these units are going to be, um, sent to the border or currently at the border there's quite a few marine corps uh now these they specify there's one i only see one they call them law enforcement they don't call them military police apparently uh battalion the rest of them are uh, listed as uh, fifth marine regiment elements of the fifth marine regiment which i find interesting because i assume i assume those are moron grunts like myself okay and we know how to do things we know how to do things. Now, we're also sending a lot of transportation companies. Now, what I think the transportation companies are going there for is because uh, the the units that are going there are probably taking their own their own equipment for mo motor transport. What I'm suspecting is that we're going to be bussing, not bussing, trucking all the illegal aliens who are coming across the border from point A to point B. So that's why there's several transportation companies going down. So I don't know. There's also a headquarters battalion of the first, uh, the 337th Artillery Regiment. I have no idea what they're going to be doing there because I know we're not going to be dropping rounds on anybody. <laughs> oh, here's the interesting one. One interesting one. Uh, the 24th Theater Public Affairs Support Element. Now, we know what they're there for. They're to, there to uh, allow, uh, to, they're the, they're the folks who the news people will be dealing with when they're dealing with the military. Uh, I don't know how much they will deal with the military, how much uh, with the civilian population, because I would think that uh, someone else would, the hierarchy of on the civilians, I would rather do that. Now, as we mentioned earlier in our little conversation here, John and myself, 
Health and Human Services is asking the Pentagon for space to hold 5,000 illegal immigrant children. Now, it sounds to me like these children are unaccompanied. So, basically, they, they want the Pentagon to open up and have a 5,000-bed daycare somewhere. Now, <laughs> I remember Fort Dix when we brought a lot of people in from uh, Bosnia, Herzegovina, uh, the, the civil war that went on there, the ethnic cleansing. Oh, my God, that was a mess. Now, these some came, a lot of them came in family units. And the security itself was just a mess. But I cannot imagine where the Pentagon will put 5,000 kids. And who, who, I sound like an owl now, but who is going to control them? You can't just say, hey, kids, there's your bed. No one's in charge of you. Someone's going to have to be in charge of them. They're going to drag military NCOs out to take care of this? Health and Human Services is going to hire some summer camp people. Hey, we're going to have a summer camp and you don't speak the language. Oh, sorry. I don't know. But get this. This is not exactly one of the cheaper things. Now, maybe on the, the government's line items, okay? But Health and Human Services is planning to transfer, transfer or as they say, reprogram. That was my, my emphasis on that. $400 million dollars. $400 million to pay for the juvenile surge. Now, the juvenile surge is because the kids get here and we don't kick them back because I guess if they're on a company, what the hell do you do with a kid that came here by himself? I don't know. That's a hell of a question. But no one, no one in the two houses of Congress, the Senate or the House, has, the, has what it takes to sit down and figure this out. They, oh, let's buy some Band-Aids and stick it on stuff, which is essentially what they're doing. Now, they're calling this a temporary influx. Well, it's not a temporary influx. Since uh, President uh, uh, Trump has been elected, uh, the, let's say, with the, let's say the, early on in his, uh, his, his, his uh, presidency, there were about 17,000, no, correction, 7,000 a month coming across the border illegally that we know of. Of course, those are the ones who are caught. We don't know the one, again, stress, we don't know the ones who just take off and go wherever they're going. In last month, 75,000, 10 times, because, because they found out they can come here, if they've got a kid with them, they're going to, well, first of all, they're going to claim sanctuary because they're not, uh, a lot of these folks are not from Mexico. It's, it's not Mexico. I don't, actually, I don't really blame Mexico, Mexico for, for these folks coming here, except that uh, they should stop them at their southern border, but they aren't. And I can understand that, too, because it's a pain in the ass. What the hell are they going to do with these people? Turn them back? A lot of them are coming from some of the other crappy countries in South America. <coughs> and these countries are crappy because, well, even Mexico. We did, There's an article somewhere on uh, Axiom News Network, still there, I'm sure, where more than half of the municipalities in Mexico are basically run by drug cartels, which means the other half are somewhat legal, you know, legitimate government agencies. Well... In these other countries, and as you go down, Guatemala, El Salvador, these places are just total, I'm going to use the president's words, because that's how I would describe it, without his his hint. They're shithole countries. I don't blame these people for leaving. Gangs run these countries. The government doesn't run these countries. The police are afraid to go into some of these neighborhoods. The police in some of these countries are basically a, a better armed, well, maybe not even better armed, gang. 
It's just that they, you know, they're on the government ticket and uh, they can probably get away with some things, which of course they do. So I understand why these folks want to come here. But if, can we, okay, here's a question I posed to you. 360,000 illegals last year that we are aware of. How long can we put up with that? Let's say 10 years. We're talking 3 million, and that's if it doesn't grow. 3,600,000 illegals in 10 years. Now, if it goes exponentially, like it almost has since the president has become, since Trump has become president, it's gone from 7 to 76,000 in a month. Would it be twice that? 7 million maybe? What do you think out there? I think... I don't know what the Democrats are expecting. Now they're not going to be instant voters. Well, well, now, now, now. Let me re- let me correct that. Depends on what state you're in. They might be instant voters because we've they've discovered there are voting irregular in irregularities in some of these states. Some of these states, and we've listed some of the things that they allow for ID on uh, Axiom News Network and some of our articles. They're not photo IDs. You don't necessarily have to have a photo ID. There are some states where they're giving illegal immigrants photo IDs. They're yes. giving illegal immigrants basically the only form of identification you need in order to go vote. Right. So there are some states where, yeah, they could easily become immediate voters. And then there are Americans who are, don't want IDs at the voting booth. First of all, I'm okay. I'm fine. I show up. I have to present... Well, what I present is my driver's license. You can present other things if you've got a military ID, uh, some other things, passport. But I present my driver's license because it has my address on there. So they know I'm in the right district. Bingo. Everything. And they actually, I think they ran it through a machine or something. Do you remember the last time you voted? Uh, yeah. I think they took the driver's license and actually ran it through a little machine I there. They scanned it, but I'm not sure. Yeah, let's scan it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. But uh, and I'm good with that. I want them to know if I should be voting. Period. You shouldn't be voting, but that's for a whole different reason. Well, that's because people don't like me. Yeah. They pick on me. <laughs> now. Rightfully so. Well, maybe I justified. Now, I have I have been fully supportive of President Trump trying to talk to the little ugly guy over in North Korea. He's gotten so fat. Oh, man. I, if he fell, he'd roll. But He's going to die soon, I feel like. He's eating enough. Well, no, that'd be something. I don't know who'd take. He doesn't really have a air Top right now. general. Yeah. Probably wave the white flag and say, give us food. That's possible. Well, I am fully supportive of the president trying to negotiate with this guy and trying to get things fixed. No one else has ever gotten as far as he has, as far as talking to him or one of the other leaders, his father or grandfather of North Korea. It's not going very well. It's not going well. Now, I do admire that he walked away because he said it wasn't working. Now, he shouldn't have said what he said about Otto because uh, I'm not a friend of Otto. I have met his parents in the past uh, prior to his death. Just in passing, I'm not, I'm not buddies with him or anything like that. I was friends with him. But, but Jonathan here worked with him and was friends with him. Yeah. Also, <clears throat> it doesn't look like it's going very well if you look at the way that Kim Jong-un and North Korea are continuing to. They're basically, <clears throat> they are working on a nuclear facility that they had torn, that yeah. they had basically started to dismantle. Now they're re-upping it. This so. is true. And that's what this article, what my discussion's about. North Korea rebuilds part of missile site as Bolton. We know who Bolton is, the funny mustache guy. Now, I would like to have him trim that thing, but he's okay. He seems to be a little hardcore when he needs to be. Um, North Korea has restored part of the rocket test site. It began to dismantle after pledging to do so at the first summit with uh, Trump. Now, 
That was past, that was last year. Of course, they walked away without a, anything this time around. With uh, the president pledging that uh, he's not lifting anything. All the embargoes, all the everything that's keeping them fenced in up there will be retained. Now, I really wonder how effective that can be. Since China has a nice big border with them, Russia has a tiny border. And we know Putin is a this side of being a gangster, or maybe he is a gangster even. Um, possibly at least organized crime, just the way he, think he runs things there. I don't know why. Now, I'm not sure what South Korea or North Korea has to trade. They have, they have coal. I don't know what kind of quality is, things like that. To trade with uh, North Korea, to, to trade with, well, they have nothing. To, I don't think they have anything to trade. Maybe they have coal. That's it. But if Russia and China wanted to support them in any way, shape, or form, I would think that'd be an instant, easy way to get around any sanctions that are posted. Now, ships have been stopped that were not flagged. Of course, North Korea is not going to have any flagged ships of it, you know. Uh, and what I mean by flag, that's a North Korean ship. Matter of fact, most of the uh, ships in the world are like flagged out of Panama. It must be a tax thing or something. I'm not sure what it is. But they're not going to allow these ships in. They've been stopped. And they've been carrying stuff from and to North Korea. And it's easily identified. Because now one of the things that North Korea uh, exports, a little known thing, because the leaders there like these massive structures, these massive monster statues built. Well, so their workmen have become experts at those things. So that's one of the things they export. They export their workmen who don't don't get anything out of the deal. Maybe a pack of cigarettes a week or something like that. They get to not die. They, they get to not die while they're in a third, another third world country building a massive statue of some third world dictator's mama, daddy, or his son or something. But this is one of the things they export because they have become so, becomes, uh, become so good at building these massive, ugly statues of people. And so they, they ship out the, both the... Uh, um, the labor who know this, the, I'm going to call them skilled labor who know how to do this. And then they also mark, they also market in sending their own people out to other countries, just as essentially slave labor. Uh, they, they go to uh, third world countries and places and work where they can, they essentially work for someone who's probably not as, well, well, my, if he's as bad as the home boss, then we just don't, we just don't know what all Kim has done. Some of these other places, they're more porous, and they're not as restrictive, and so we can find out what's going on. But North Korea has a source of income. Now, it's not a legitimate source of income. Now, part of the problem, if they don't have a decent enough income, is they can't. What one of the ways that uh, the, the the regime has kept people in uh, is by, in, in line, especially at the as they work up the ladder, their hierarchy, is by bribing them. Okay, you want, well, oh, you've done a great job, General. Your troops have shot 13 people this month crossing the border illegally into China. Great, we're going to get you a Mercedes. So they have some, they have folks who actually go through the world and find these things and bring them back to give. Now the, oh, the rewards work their way up from, you know, maybe a pound of rice for a soldier who shoots someone all the way up to the general who's in charge of the shoulders, soldiers who shoot someone. And that's how, but they need them. They need hard cash because they're buying these things overseas. You're not buying Mercedes that are being built in North Korea. They're having to go to the source and they're buying them overseas through the different front organizations that they have. 
And this is one of the ways he can keep his people in check, essentially by bribing them. So if he does not have a good source of income, he can't keep them on his side. The combination of the carrot and the stick. Now, he's more than willing to use that stick on someone he's been using a carrot for for 30 years. He, he's, a, he's killed his own family members, plenty of them. But recently, the a commercial satellite now revealed that they were rebuilding these, this, this uh, site that they had begun to dismantle. Now, John Bolton on the television this morning said that, of course, I knew this anyway, I assumed anyway, that we have other sources to know, not just the commercial satellites. I'm sure we have plenty of military satellites. The one thing we don't have, I don't believe, is we don't have any human intelligence. We don't have any context within North Korea. It's probably We probably had hundreds of people inside Soviet Russia, same probably in communist China. But North Korea is just so oppressive and restrictive I don't think we have any human intelligence elements in there. Now, there are folks who make, I won't say make a living, who have the goal of helping people get out of North Korea. It's risky business, and they they work at that, but that's not, and that's one way we can get some information out of. North Korea, when someone gets makes manages to make a, an escape, I'm sure the last couple of guards who've gone south from the DMZ after they got the worms out of their bodies and all the other crap that they had, God, they were in terrible shape. And they were probably the best, you know, they're, they're border guards. They're probably fed better than the average person. Is to probably get as much intelligence out of these people as, as we can. Now, I have to realize that the, most of the people who are going south or escaping are not in the hierarchy. The hierarchy knows more than the guard on the gate knows. But, you know, guards on the gate are sometimes treated like old-time servants. The bosses will talk in front of them just assuming they're just furniture. Now, this past week, the House of Representatives, I'm changing subjects here, sorry, guys. Uh, the House of Representatives has I been... I apologize for talking about what you want to talk about. This past week, the House of Representatives has been attempting to pass a resolution... It's a simple resolution. It shouldn't be hard to pass. It's to basically condemn anti-Semitic language. How hard would that be? Let's take a poll here. huh? How many people in this Congress are going to stand up and say, I am against voting for this? Well, in the House, apparently a lot of them are against voting for that. They're having to parse it down. They're trying to make it to... The, the, essentially the phrasing to be hate speech. No, or hate. We don't, we disavow. We don't like hate. Well, hell, one of their own members, uh, how do you say her first name, Jonathan? Ilhan Omar. Ilhan Omar. Omar, yes. She is as anti-Jewish as you can get. Now, you have to do a little research into her background. Her district is the uh, site in our country it's the, Mar- it's the American uh, focal point for recruiting terrorists in our country. We've had so many people from that area come out or attempt to come out and go into terrorist organizations overseas. So I can understand how she will not have any repercussions in her district if she talks anti-Jew stuff because they're for her. They're fine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. We don't like the Jews either. Kill them all. And she's also been rather vocal in supporting various terrorist organizations, terrorist leaders 
she's really not just anti-Jew and as a, as a person, but definitely anti-Israel. She holds Israel responsible for everything wrong in the Middle East. She accused, uh, basically, the, she said basically the only reason that Israel is even supported by politicians in our country is because of Jewish money. What the hell does that sound like? That sounds like old Nazi propaganda. The vast Jewish banking network. The evil Jews with all their money control right. everything. They control everything, including our politicians. Well, this woman is just a, a piece of work. But somehow, her fellow Democrats, oh, oh, all the usual suspects, Bernie Sanders, Kamala Harris, all these guys who hope to be president, none of them can, yes, none of them can condemn her. What they do, what they're doing is they're, they're trying to, oh, no, she's not talking about Jews. She's talking about the political entity of Israel. I don't give a rat's ass. She's not. She doesn't like the Jew as a whole person, right. period. Definitely, and of course, she definitely doesn't like Israel. She'd like to have Israel uh, lose all of its support from the United, all the support the United States provides it, which is considerable. We are, we are their biggest ally. And this behavior that's being demonstrated is completely inappropriate. Now, I and the other staff here at AxiomNewsNetwork.com will always welcome your comments, so please let us know what you're thinking. You can find us at our website, AxiomNewsNetwork.com, or Facebook. Either way you go. <clears throat> now, you can always go to all, we're going to have, we're gonna have uh, I think, three podcasts posted today, so you'll have plenty to listen to. We're going to have the John Prophet Show. We're going to have the axing, uh, the Colonel, Coffee with the Colonel, and we're going to have Southwest Ohio Swimming. So please be sure to listen in. Now, I want to wish you a good day. You go out there and do something fun for yourself. Thank you for listening.